This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's first and goal at the one. Fake handoff Brady under center. Throws a line drive. Caught belt high. Falling down. Touchdown Antonio Brown has caught a touchdown pass for the Buccaneers. Brady's third first half touchdown pass. Six seconds to go. Caught the ball. Then uh, got in a fetal position, clasping the ball against his chest. Caught the one-yard touchdown pass. The Buccaneers have gone up 20-6 to over the Chiefs just before halftime. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. With the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Back at BetQL Daily, just hearing Harlan's call right there, it kind of brings me back to halftime of that game. And I, I think most people, if you didn't have a bet on the Bucks, if you weren't buying in all the way, just the way Mahomes has been in his uh, short career, like you, you, you thought he was going to be able to adjust and Andy Reid the same and put up some sort of a fight in the second half. Obviously, never happened. Yeah, that was. We haven't had many dull Super Bowls. The, the Seahawks Broncos was a dull Super Bowl. The one at the Meadowlands up in New Jersey. But, Joe, we've had a, a, a decade run now of really good Super Bowls. And last yep. year, that was a dud. That's that was a stinker. Yep, no doubt. Uh, Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio here on the BetQL Network. Let's talk some NFL futures with a pro better. We bring in Zach Price at Zachonomics on Twitter, at Zachonomics. Make sure you're following him there. Big golf better, big NFL better. Going to hit on some of these NFL futures. But uh, first, Zach, I need to check on your state of mind. You didn't have money on Bryson on Sunday, did you? Joe and Joe, good to see you. Good to talk to you guys. You guys have the sharpest uh, podcast out there, so I'm glad to be on. Did I have money on Bryson? I did not because, you know, Joe, um, you call me a better, but, um, you know, I'm an investor here, so I pick my spots very carefully. I, I guess I like to say I'm in the called strike business to steal a line from Warren Buffett. Um, I have a little circle of confidence you know, Ted Williams said he, if he had to swing at every pitch, he would hit about 230. But if he waited for that fat pitch down the middle, he's going to hit 400. So for me, this was a new course of the BMW Championship. Now, I'm a big golf guy. I played competitively, and the BMW Championship was in Chicago for many years, over at Cog yep. Hill and at, over at Conway Farms. Now, both those tournaments, I volunteered to get my feet inside the ropes, and I kept score for these guys. I walked the course with them. Um, I, you know, I was a marshal a couple times, so I knew that course down cold. Uh, this was a new course this year. I didn't know it. So I stayed away. I had a couple top twenties. Um, I hit Rory and I hit DJ. Um, I also hit, uh, I, you know, I missed Justin Thomas by one shot, but you know, it was, Mm -hmm. it was a profitable week for me. So I didn't take any to win. Um, now this week, you know, we'll talk about that in a little bit at Eastlake. I know the course very well. It fits all my uh, check boxes. We have a small field with long odds and a kind of a weird format that maybe the uh, 
handicappers over at the sports book at FanDuel don't really maybe know how to handicap this with four rounds and a staggered scoring system. So this one I'm going to get involved with. But I didn't I didn't mess with Bryson or Cantley, but boy, was that a fun one to watch. Whew. Yeah. Quite, quite entertaining. Uh, well, NFL is top of mind this morning with the uh, breaking news about Cam Newton and Mac Jones in New England. Not a lot of people saw that coming. And now that we're, what, only nine days away from the start of the season, a lot of people are, maybe some are jumping in late. They're considering what to do with their futures and uh, what is most appealing. What are some good bets? What advice would you give bettors just, uh, just jumping in right now uh, looking to uh, take advantage of the market a week or two away from the start of the season. Well, first of all, you guys broke the news to me about Mac Jones when I was listening. Uh, that was a shocker to me. Cam Newton, the veteran with Bill Belichick, you know, running that offense, doing the QB keeper, keeping things on the ground. I really, uh, I kind of enjoyed that. I, 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 it's safe. It's a safe play with the Patriots. Now, you know, the, the, who knows what's going to happen. Um, I have a golden rule. You know me and my golden rule, Joe. In football, it's, we don't go with the rookie quarterback. Uh, we don't take futures on that team if they're starting um, the season. So, um, in that case, I'm going to lay off the New England. Now, New England does have an easy opening schedule. So, you know, this is one of, one of the things I always look at is with futures is the huge overreactions on week one and two. So Miami, uh, New England does have Miami at home to start the season, and then they go to the Jets. They make that short trip to play the Jets in Week Two. So you know we could see this team go two and zero. But again, I stay away from the rookie quarterback, so I might take a little flyer on New England. But you know, in general, when I'm looking at futures, you know, I like to say, you know, the old saying is know your roles. Well, I say know your hold. So when you're doing NFL futures, the hold, which is the juice that the sportsbook puts on, is pretty high. You really have to be careful. Um, you really want to be buying different teams at different times of the year. You will not find me betting on Kansas City 5-1. to one. You're not going to find me betting on Tampa Bay at 6.5-1. to one. Uh, Joe, you know, you've had me on the show before, and uh, when Bryson Mania was going on, I told everyone, don't bet him for the Masters. You can't do that right now. Um, I was against the Brooklyn Nets and L.A. Lakers all year long, shouting it out from the top of the tweet deck over here uh stay away from those guys i was all over the suns at 60 to 1 and i ended up you know drilling the bucks at 14 to 1 so in that case i'm gonna start a little bit farther down and um you know i'm i want to i'm not gonna go with the bills this year the bills are uh, i think we got 12 to 1 over here on FanDuel. uh i you know last year was the year for, to get the bills the, the overachieved you know josh allen he was he was the the quote-unquote surprise of the year. I want to find the next Josh Allen, okay? So I'm looking at who are the young quarterbacks that can make a impact. Who's going to make the leap this year? And to be honest, you know, I said I'm not going 5-1 to one or 6.5-1. to one. I would rather have a little basket of teams that are farther down. So um, in, in, in regards to that, you know, we could go – we could go with Herbert over in the Chargers. We, you know, you, you can go – you guys have been all over this Jacksonville thing. Um, I love it because I'm on the same page. Now, do I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win the Super Bowl? You better believe that. Do I like the rookie quarterback? You know, it's one of my golden rules. But, again, you got to look at this schedule here. And you guys called it out. The Jaguars have just such an easy opening schedule that, you know, you can take a team like that at, at, at whatever they are, um, 120 to 1. And FanDuel's got that amazing cash-out option. You don't have to win the Super Bowl. You could just pick up two wins, cash them out, turn your profit. You know, we're investing here. We're not gambling, Joe. So, 
Um, you know, that's the way I'm looking at things right now. You got to look at the schedule, at least go two, three weeks down the road and try to get some overreaction from the fans who drive the odds on the sports book. If the fans are pounding, you know, the hot team, you know, you, you could get other teams maybe that picked up a close loss. Zach, similar to that and kind of waiting and trying to find the right time to jump in here. We were talking about Mac Jones, Offensive Rookie of the Year. It, it, the, the odds have changed significantly just in the last hour since he's you basically been named the starter. Cam Newton is gone. Uh, the value is kind of lost now. Do, do you have a sweet spot to bet awards? Is it now, if you like a long shot, do you wait? And we were talking about Trey Lance and Justin Fields. If we like those guys, I think you wait. You wait until they get a chance to play or a couple weeks in because those odds are going to move in the opposite direction for them. They're not going to start the year. You probably get a good number if they take over the job. You might get good value. For you, uh, award winners, do you bet them now? Do you wait? How, how do you play that? I mean, that's exactly right. So awards completely different than Super Bowl. Uh, you got to limit your pool of players to a few who are going to, you know, you, your rookie of the year, you want guys starting that week one and week two, week three. Uh, Justin Fields, I love him, you know, out of Ohio State. You just check my bio. I'm from Ohio. Uh, watched him hardcore and and he's a fantastic player, but I mean, the smart move is to start Dalton. I know everybody hates to hear that because the backup quarterback who's a rookie is the most popular guy in town, but you know, Dalton's a pretty good quarterback here. They can get the, they can, you know, they can start him. And, and the best thing to do if you're a head coach or a GM is to start that veteran quarterback and let toss him to the, you know, toss him out there, let him lose a couple. Then you can bring in the rookie. So you go on to wait on fields for that to happen. Um, I wouldn't bet him preseason. Now, again, Jacksonville, Urban Meyer, and, and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Trevor's a stud. I, 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 I see the odds are kind of short on him, but I love him to come out of the gates and kind of start firing. Now, um, I'm a big Zach Wilson fan, okay? Uh, Zach Wilson, um, I don't think he's going to pick up the Ws this year. I think he's going to put up some big numbers. The Jets are going to be behind in games. When you're behind in games, you're going to be throwing the ball a lot. So um, I do like Zach Wilson at these odds. I think he's about seven. I don't know what the odds change to. Uh, seven to one. That seems fantastic to me to get a to get a rookie quarterback uh, starting week one, who I think can put up some numbers. I watched him destroy one of my favorite teams, Boise State. Uh, the BYU just killed them, and I couldn't believe what I saw. It's the same thing I saw to Josh Allen when he destroyed Boise State. I was like, "Who is this guy? Oh yeah, this guy's for real. He's he translates to the NFL." So um, I'm not going to go too far down the list. You know, if you want to maybe take a Najee Harris, I don't think really. Running back's going to win Rookie of the Year, but yeah, the, the Steelers' run game was just so horrible last year. I mean, they were in third and ones and fourth and inches, and they would go shotgun with Big Ben, incomplete pass. I couldn't believe it. So um, I think he is going to get some play there. Uh, Mac Jones, well, you know, uh, I want to see how he plays a little bit. Belichick, I don't think it's just going to let him throw, throw, throw right away. So, yeah, I'm going with Lawrence and uh, Zachy Wilson. What about some futures or some awards that you have, you know, maybe with an alarm next to it? Okay, I'm going to wait. If everything goes as planned, I'm going to wait until we get through six weeks. Then I think we'll have more value here or even through a couple of weeks. Here's what I'm going to jump on. Mm -hmm. At least that's the plan for right now because you're, you know that you're going to have a better number than you have right now. Well, I mean, I'm going to go to the Super Bowl on this one. So I love when teams that I, I really like and have a high power rankings on um, take a couple losses early. Same thing with golf when a guy, you know, one of my favorite guys will shoot an even par in the first round and, you know, just balloon in odds because some 
uh, unknown takes the lead. I'm going to I'm going to call out the Tennessee Titans right now. Their schedule's real tough out of the gate. You know, I mentioned the Jacksonville's got that cushy schedule. Um, the Colts, uh, you know, they start with two games at home here. So I want to watch the Titans. I really like the Titans this year. They've got, uh, you know, the T. Hill behind center and Derrick Henry. Uh, hopefully they don't run him in, you know, for another 2,000 yards and drain him out this year. But he's, he's ready to carry the load. And then they pick up Julio Jones to go, to go along with the other great receivers they have. So, um I'm watching the Titans. If they, you know, they have, they start home at Arizona. I, I, I'm hoping they can get a win there, and then they go to Seattle. Now, Seattle's a really tough place to play. Um, I want, might want to see if they, you know, they have a tough schedule coming out of the gates. I'm looking at that as a way to uh, play the first, you know, let them maybe go three and three or two and four out of the gates here. Maybe one. I mean, I want, I don't want to say one and five, but their back half of the schedule is cream cheese, you know. They have the Texans twice. Of course, they get the Jaguars. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen with the Colts. So that division's soft. And I don't know what record's going to win that division, but I think that they could win it with a kind of a mushy uh, record there and, and, and really end the season on a tear. I'm going to look to, you know, they're 25-1 to 1 at FanDuel right now. I'm going to look to get them at 40, 50 to 1. Maybe we could get them higher and see if I could take my chances with them going into the playoffs. I just want them to get a wild card or, or sneak in and just see who they play. Zach, is there a strategy used when, when you're kind of looking forward at, at win totals, make the playoffs? Is it roster strength, the coach? Is it the schedule, um, the division? You're talking about that AFC South. It, it's part of the reason why I think there's there's a chance the Jaguars you know, are in this thing because I think the division stinks, right? Like so, I, I agree with you. It's going to be a mushy division, kind of like the NFC East last year. Someone's got to win it. It could be with a not great record. When you're kind of looking at futures and where you're going to go, what's the first thing you look at? Is it schedule, roster strength, coach, opponents? Where do you go first? So I have like a, I call it like the four pillars of success. So I start with the franchise. Okay. Where, you know, who, what franchise are we talking about here? Um, I think a great example this year might be the Steelers. So everybody's down on the Steelers. They, they started 11-0 and last year, whatever they started, and then they just fell apart. Brownies uh, beat them two games in a row to end the season and then just destroyed them in the playoffs. Uh, look, Big Ben's Big Ben, Tomlin's Tomlin, um, the Steelers are the Steelers, and the Steelers' D. So my four pillars of success are franchise, coach, quarterback, and defense. Now, the Steelers, again, no one's talking about them and everyone's down on them. I hear people taking their under – eight-and-a-half wins maybe it is in the 17-game season. I might want to check Mike Tomlin's record as the coach because I don't think he's ever finished below 500. So that's what I'm looking at. And, of course, you're looking at the schedule, but the schedule is baked into the odds. So I'm looking at intangibles here. You have a veteran quarterback, a veteran head coach who's been there forever with his quarterback. They got a rookie running back. I like rookie running back. Young and strong, they haven't been beat up. And then, you know, the Steelers franchise, as much as I hate to admit it, being a hometown Cleveland Brownies fan, that Steelers franchise is as good as it gets. Uh, They're all about winning. They have a culture there, and they have the same owners forever. So, you know, God forbid they finish under 500 uh, for the first time in Tomlin's uh, head coaching stint. So, you know, that's what I'm looking at when I look at those season-long props. Now, I will say this. As an investor, not a gambler here, I don't like tying up my money the whole season on, a, on an even money bet uh, unless I really like it. So I usually stay away from those. You know, again, take a cold strike on some of these and just kind of go for the longer odds on these season-long futures. You know, season-long futures are fun. You can bet 
as little as five, ten dollars. You know, of course, you, you can bet more, um, but you get a whole season of fun on that bet yep. instead of just like a Sunday thrill of two, three hours. Oh, okay. we, we we won or we lost. Very good, Zach. Zach Price. Don't call him a better. Don't call him a gambler. He's an investor. We're all investors here on BetQL Daily. Good stuff from Zach. Appreciate your time. At Zachonomics on Twitter, at Zachonomics. Uh, quality information that maybe you can use this upcoming NFL season. Coming up next, we have the BetQL model play of the day from Reed Wallach, and we will share our lightning bets. We are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.